0: hello and welcome to this news broadcast we are I am upset we are upset I am Tavis this is Scott and
1: I don't want them to know who I am
0: okay (laughs) this is my co-host Frank (laughs) Frankie, Frankie the tanky and he's going we're coming in hot off of a great weekend of college sports and NFL action where all of my favorite teams have lost in stunning fashion Um. Before we get into anything that's entertaining, I'd like to shill a little bit real quick. Um, if, you've, if you like the show or if you don't like the show, go ahead and follow us on social media. Um, I created a Facebook page, like a boomer. and uh, We have a
1: Facebook page? Yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> I figured the boomers need to hear about this. They need to hear these takes. So we are on Facebook. If you're on Facebook and you'd like, yeah, just the, the, I believe the, I, the very serious podcast is the name. So go ahead and follow that page if you want or don't. So
1: Great Salesman. <laughs> sales like,
0: sell me this pen. Like, uh do you need a pen? <laughs> do you like pens? Subscribe to this if
1: you want a pen. I guess if you have a pen, subscribe. Anyway, Utah football lost to BYU this weekend in the Holy War. They were going for their tenth straight win in the series they lost 26 to 17 i believe was the final score by nine and uh just was a painful watch from the get-go if you were a utah fan but yeah they were just kind of dominated on the line of scrimmage utah never looked prepared and it was a big big sad day for for this apartment as Three of us kind of sat here just stunned watching how bad we looked. It's really frustrating to watch this because
0: of the amount of shit that's talked on Twitter to BYU fans that do 10 is coming. There's a bunch of people who post about, here's the picture of me the last time that BYU won and it was 2009. Yeah, So it's been over a decade because of, we haven't played them every year that that we've beaten them. Yeah, um, And losing that streak doesn't feel good at all because of the like the the confidence of the bravado you come
1: into this game with i will say i'm sorry to cut you off i think utah is still winning the twitter battle i've been going on sparingly and the amount of things that i've seen about like kyle whittingham just had to pay his tidings of one out of every 10 to the to the lord (laughs) (laughs) it's just like you could like yeah you'd have some have some wins still And like to be fair like Utah didn't lose the game, BYU flat out beat us, for sure. They were the better team that night.
0: Yeah, that night, yeah. And, like, the history of this rivalry, I think it's one of the best rivalries in college football simply because of the back and forth that's been going on. Now, obviously, if you look in the last 10 years, it's clearly one-sided. But before that, BYU had won, like, had big winning streaks yeah. as well, where Utah was just kind of getting beat up on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it began, I think BYU did a great job of timing their announcement to, was it, the Big 12? Yeah. Um, kind of just like out of the blue, hey, we're, we're now going to be in a conference. That was one of the things, a shit-talking point was, hey, you guys are independent. No one wants you. And they dropped that news, and then they dropped
1: us, you know, one-two punch combo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was just pretty evident from the get-go that, be you cared more in this game. They had more heart. They had more effort. Um, they dominated <laughs> the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Yeah, they were blitzing people on pretty much every single play, and we just the, the Utah offensive line was most often on their butts yeah, rather we, than blocking. We, yeah, we like, couldn't be bothered to pick up a blitz.
0: Couldn't be bothered to make a tackle that didn't. You know, um, I'm trying to look at up the, up the guy's name, but there, um, Agile or Tyler Algier. Algier, Algier, Algier had, yeah. had a fantastic game yeah. with. Didn't, like, yards-wise, wasn't crazy. Just always fell forward. Just fell forward no matter what. Gave them first down after first down. Um, Jared Hall had a fantastic game on his feet and throwing. You know, nothing, like, super crazy, but it was he just didn't make mistakes. He didn't throw a pick. Didn't fumble, which, of course, we did both of those in the first half. And just shot ourselves in the foot and then proceeded to not act like we cared
1: the rest of the game. Yep, and also like the secondary for Utah could not hang with BYU's wide receivers. No. That was a storyline coming into it. With Samson Nakua transferring from Utah to BYU, he caught a touchdown. His brother Puka transferred from Washington to BYU. Um, he had a he had a big role, and and uh, there was just people running running open for <laughs> BYU. And whenever yeah. they needed it, they found the big play. And it was not the same at all on on the Utah side of things. Tav mentioned that we that Utah I keep trying to say we I'm not like I'm I'm not a part of the team I get it don't come at me (laughs) but but it's by what true love um but they uh the 12th man you you count the uh turnovers at the start really flustered the offense and they never really were settled after that and it was just it was a it was a big win for BYU and and they 1000 percent won that game um
0: the problem, the problem I had was that there was no point during that game in which I, I didn't think we could somehow pull it out of yeah. our ass because we've, we've done that before. Yeah, we're down worse with, yeah. with our starters out. Yeah. So, I, you just you have this hope the entire time and then just get blue balls. Yeah. Get blue balls. We score, but it's not enough time. We, we don't. Have, you know, they kick a field
1: goal to seal it. Yeah. I, oh, I think a lot of it too is that I don't think Utah was necessarily prepared for that game in the right way. I, like their, yeah. their schemes were. We're not in the right things where they needed to be. players were, were struggling to get set. they were struggling to get the play calls in on time. They had to take yeah. a timeout in the third quarter after a couple consecutive first downs because they couldn't get the next play call in like how you' you're driving get your yeah. get your get your play. In. you can't be taking timeouts on offense in the third quarter. yeah it's you ridiculous. can't be going for it on fourth and two from your 12 yard line in the, in the second quarter when you're only down. What was it at that point? Seven, nothing. Yeah. Kick the fricking field goal. If you kick yeah, that well, field goal and, and make three and get three points, we try to run out of d- the shotgun. Yeah. If you on, get, yeah. if you kick that field goal, you're only down six when you get the ball. It with three minutes left rather than, yeah. rather than nine. And it's a one score game and you can go win it with a touchdown and you're in the game. Just idiotic coaching moves. And, and I have some more th- comments on that, but I'll leave that away for now. Um, one thing I think
0: that might have played into it that we didn't really talk about while watching the game was a lot. Of, we have a lot of transfers, right? Our quarterbacks to transfer running backs to transfers. Um, our defense is mostly guys who've been in the system for a while, but if you're a transfer, I don't really think you understand. And if you're not from Utah either, you don't really understand kind of that rivalry. You don't have that chip on your shoulder of like, Hey, I played high school football with these guys, or I, I lived like Covey. Um, one of our receivers played or, you know, lived in, in Provo born and raised there. So there's, they just don't have that. Just, to them, it's just another game, and it doesn't matter for our conference standing, so they don't care. Yeah. And you saw the, on the flip side of that, Samson Nakua and and um, was Puka, it Puka yeah. who have played B, uh, Utah and, and pro- have that animosity, played well, yeah. looked like they cared, looked like they wanted to be there, where I don't think a lot of our guys really looked like they wanted it that bad. Yeah. And I, I, that's like a really dumb thing that a lot of sports fans say, where they're like, they just they, they look lazy out no, there. But true. I... I, like, you're frustrated as a fan when you feel like you care more about the outcome of yeah. the game than the people on the field. Yeah, 100%. Also, uh, our roommate made a really good point. He's like, I just wish this wasn't such a big part of my personality.
1: Yeah. Um, because that's really why it, <laughs> it hurts. Was, it was <laughs> like, like, we had, the night started with the three of us. Me, Tavis, and one of our other roommates, and two of the, and both of their girlfriends, and they just straight up left. Yeah, the, the girlfriends. Yeah, after our, gr- our girlfriends just said <laughs> they were like, we're we with, not yeah. hanging out with you. You anymore. could cut the tension in the
0: room with a knife. <laughs> like the armchairs weren't safe. There was fist slamming. You <laughs> wouldn't go there's...
1: anywhere but here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, was,
0: really we were we were tempted to go to the game. I think I would have gotten an assault <laughs> charge on someone if they had said something. They looked at me funny.
1: Though, speaking of which, I have been on the record for shit-talking BYU, mm-hmm. BYU football and their fans and their stadium. That seemed like a pretty electric atmosphere last night. The first to sell out since 2019, 20 2017 or 2017. Yeah. Oh wow. And, and it was, well, it seemed very loud and it seemed very engaged and they got routed. They, well, and I will say, well probably, done. Well done. That looked play, like a great audit. That,
0: I believe that great played into us. not really atmosphere. Get, yeah. Play calls getting in because it's the amount, like the camera was shaking on, on, there was that interception. Um, yeah, they they just it felt like they wanted it more, and that it blows 100%. my mind because we're a team who we're in the rankings. We have a tough schedule, but we're playing the teams I we need to play to get re- to. Like we dream I, dreaming. I'm dreaming here right now, but we had a chance for the college football playoff.
1: I don't know if I go that far. I think, I think in um, theory at least, I th- there, there was a path. There was a path. There's always a path, but like. <laughs> you have to go undefeated and win your conference, which is never a guarantee. Anyway, um, I think, if anything, this could be a silver lining for Utah. They're, I feel like they seemed complacent is a good word for it. They yeah. seemed like they could just go down there and regardless of what happened, they were going to beat BYU because they've done it nine straight times. Yeah, I think this will light a fire under the coaching staff, under the organization, under the whole program. To be better, especially not only for this year but for future rivalries, with future matchups with BYU. Um, but I think you'll see a pretty, pretty focused and pretty organized team when, when they play San Diego State next week on the road. We'll be we, oh. we better ourselves. <laughs> and Utah's only favored by seven points in that game, so <laughs> we might be biting our, our fingernails once again. Yeah. But anyway, enough about that. Um, Oregon beat Ohio State, though. Let's yeah. that's, let's talk let's talk major wins for the Pac-12. That, was that might be the best win. For the Pac-12 conference, in since a bit. In since Oregon b- beat Florida State in the col- in the first ever college football playoff, yeah, in Jameis Winston, I think that's the we haven't play. really had any shot at the, the Oregon's the only team that's been in the
0: college football playoff in back in 2016, um, the the new one, yeah, um, the the what they've I don't I forget what they've like rebranded everyone. No. I mean, if you're a college football fan, you know that, and. Um, we saw last week really big upset. I don't believe we talked about with UCLA beating LSU. Mm-hmm. That's another. So the Huge Pac-12 win. is looking up. Um, the 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 Buffs, um, Colorado The Buffs,
1: almost beat Texas A&M, which was big.
0: They're you know they're ranked number five. Oregon's I, I saw they're now ranked number five, so yeah. they jumped big. They're number
1: four actually. Oh four, okay. Yeah. So they're in the top four as of right now. They were zero and nine. All time against Ohio State, they walked waltzed into the Horseshoe, played a noon kickoff Eastern time, which is nine a.m. Pacific. So yeah. they basically played at nine a.m. with the time that they're used to. Walked into that hundred and six thousand <laughs> capacity crowd in mm-hmm. the Horseshoe and beat the Buck and handled the Buckeyes. Oh like, yeah. maintained the game against the Buck. The Buckeyes I had was stunned. such an explosive offense, so good dude.
0: that even with this this sort of kind of ass whooping, they still like it was a close game, but. Yeah the The fact that they were able to have a two touchdown lead in the third quarter, yeah. maintain that, win the game Ridiculous. at this big of a de- like a um, like upset yeah. was just showed just how good Ohio State is and how much better yeah. Oregon was. I think Anthony Brown, Anthony Brown, is the real game. deal. C.J. I think C.J. Verdell
1: had a huge game, rush for over two hundred yards and three touchdowns. Yeah,
0: dude was unstoppable. Didn't look like he he could be tackled. Yeah. The um the freshman the true freshman quarterback for Ohio State I think is going to be a great. Great yeah. player, he definitely had the the moment was getting to him in the beginning. He was throwing every ball high. Um, it was funny we have a group chat and um, you were at work and so you couldn't watch it and, and you're like oh yeah the, the quarterback just just threw a guy t- want, Scott. Do you want to take a guess on, on where it went? On where it went? You are like high. Yeah, it <laughs> couldn't have been more right. <laughs> I think that's a it's a common thing with quarterbacks yeah. who have a lot of arm strength. I remember yeah. Josh Allen yeah. having that issue. Yeah. You just have a little too much juice and you just can't get it. Yeah. To, yeah, um, go down and,
1: and I think the thing I was most impressed with with Oregon was their secondary, especially hanging with the way that they did against that loaded Ohio State wide receiver core. Yeah. They ha- they they had their their lapses, but for the most part, they contained Ohio State's wide receivers, which is stunning, and especially because they didn't have Kayvon Thibodeau to to pressure C, C. J Stroud off the edge. And I mean, just hats off, best win for the Pac-12 conference in a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. They, they were not respected in the Saturday. rankings yeah. at all. Heck of a way and to start Saturday until Utah.
0: Yeah.
1: It was all going <laughs> so away.
0: painful, man. It is just so tough. It's tough because it's an emotional roller coaster. It you really can't be is. on it if you don't have the downs. Yeah. You like because there's truly some of the, my favorite moments in college have been in the stadium or on the couch watching Utah football win a game. Like you're ecstatic. The inverse, though, is that if you're that emotionally attached to a thing that when it <laughs> goes wrong, your <laughs> it, it just ruins your night. Yeah. Like, we all just didn't really, we didn't even really finish. There's a few minutes left where, like, we can't, I can't, to me, it's like, I can't, if I watch it happen, then it's real. Yeah. But if I go to bed and I wake up the next morning yeah. and look, that Especially means it was it, oh it happened to someone else. It didn't happen to me. <laughs>
1: Especially like when the BYU students like stormed the field and all that stuff. And like I just don't want to see. I that. don't. I couldn't watch that. Didn't want to see that. Could not watch that.
0: The, I think it good was,
1: for good for them. But I I'm <laughs> not going to watch it. <laughs> was it Max Hall, the guy who won who BYU
0: yeah. or who beat? us the last time was yeah. there in the stadium. That's got to be a cool moment for him. Yeah. I did want to talk about though the the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. We did watch that game. I haven't watched a ton. I watched mm-hmm. the Bills today as a Bills fan, as you can see by my hat, which. I think they lost, too. That's what I do like about NFL is that yeah, they lost, too. <laughs> <Taps> <laughs> the, down bad The NFL doesn't – it allows you to have a bad week, yeah. whereas college football, it feels like someone stabbed you in the heart <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you lose an out-of-conference game. Yeah. yeah. So do you
1: think the Buccaneers can repeat? I mean, I don't see why they – I absolutely don't see why they shouldn't. If that's, Tom if, looked if good. Tom looked amazing, and when does Tom Brady not look amazing? Tom's balls – Look great. <laughs> um, they've returned. They returned every single starter. All twenty-two of them on mm-hmm. both sides of the ball, eleven on each side. Every single starter is back. That is out. That is outrageous. That never happened. A stacked team, and they never like retained happens. everyone. People believe in the Tom Brady magic, and
0: I think they're willing to not get paid as much as they can yeah. to be on the team with him.
1: And I mean, when you when Antonio Brown performs the way that he does on thursday night yeah looking like shades at, of what at, was it 2015 yeah, as a th- number three receiver for them <laughs> yeah. and you have rob gronkowski that came out and caught a few touchdowns yeah <laughs> and it's just like the connection is just never gonna no, be broken and and, and and tom brady's a winner i mean he needed he needed to drive down the field and set up a game-winning field goal and he did just that he had a minute and i think what 29 seconds left yeah. to go kick a game winner and and he made it he, 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 he does what it. he always does and goes and gets it done Dak though Dak had off his, a fantastic off his game. injury yeah. Great
0: game. Um, that was Zeke, a heck of a game to watch. Th- it was actually really nice to see the Cowboys. I don't. I'm not as big of a Cowboys hater as I think a lot of people are. It was nice to see like an actual coaching battle going on because the identity of the Cowboys is Zeke. Like mm-hmm. he's one of the m- most productive offensive guys. They weren't going to him because they knew that was one of the Buccaneers' strengths was yeah. stopping the run. Yeah, and so they were doing these outside, you know, bubble passes and getting it to their guys in space. Um, and really, they like competitive game like yeah, it really didn't game. it was a great was way, awesome way to start the season start. yeah and For i sure. think the cowboys are going to be a little better
1: than people think i think they well especially if dak keeps playing like that yeah, yeah. that was crazy
0: um we have a, a fantasy league going and
1: <laughs> they the amount of texts that i've gotten today about fantasy football <laughs> yeah. is outrageous
0: um fantasy football is is another thing that's just terrible for my mental well-being <laughs> because i don't watch the game i watch the player that i have of course yes and i just get pissed off when they don't give them the ball yep. or when they drop a pass yep. or when they make a bad decision yep. so it becomes less about enjoying the game of football and just like i can this is probably like why gambling is so fixated <laughs> right we yeah. we have $25 on this league total yeah which is really nothing realistically not but it could pay you out 150 yeah, you could make a lot of money, but like, and, but that's like such a lot. It's going to take months. This is the hardest I'll work for $120 <laughs> if I win it. 100%. <laughs> Bar none.
1: 100%. The amount of hours
0: that will go into rearranging, watching them, studying the game, basically, then the payout is, while nice, mm-hmm. is nothing. You no. do it, you do it because of it's fun. Yeah. We should, I think we should probably come up with a punishment for the worst person in the league. Um league. We, we should uh, also... We could, sorry, go ahead. We could do like... You have to go to a waffle or like a pancake house. And not leave until you finish. We
1: yeah, Or we could say like you have so to be
0: there for six hours and and like... Because people people do 24 hours. Yeah, that and
1: every pancake you eat is like a half hour off. Yeah, but I also don't want to make
0: someone do that. It's a great punishment. We, we could. <laughs> or was it an hour off? Because 24 pancakes. Like you have to get full... Or we could say waffles because then it would be truly... Get like 24 waffles. Otherwise, you're just going to have to be there all day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, like you have to think like the longest I'd want to be in a Waffle House is two hours max. And that's if you're having fun with yeah. friends or... Two hours max.
0: I saw another punishment was you make you have to get acrylic nails.
1: Yeah. Pay for and
0: get like the... But that one's also I think ex- like, really probably expensive.
1: Yeah. Like I hate the ones that are like you have to get a tattoo or like something like that. Something like that's permanent. No. And also, I don't really want them to be publicly shamed. I want it yeah. just to be... Um, like like, a, a, like a, you don't want like to have to just like drag and, and go where a
0: like a, a really good one I saw was someone had to go take the ACT that to go sign up and take the ACT. And all <laughs> that of us was are outside the so college funny. yeah
1: that was amazing. My as, brother actually did that one for his face you Oh know, really yeah. yeah
0: as someone who had I took the ACT I think six times yeah. just to try to get a better score yeah. and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. It's the worst experience it's a it's a painful test. It just like I remember just being exhausted mentally the rest of the days because of. I, and it makes me sound like it, I'm I'm stupid. No, like but standardized testing takes it, it just out. Just sucks. Yeah. It's the worst part of of industrialization and like. 100%. I would rather be back in the stone age. Yeah. Where like I live till I'm thirty five if I can avoid taking the ACT. Mm-hmm. truly mm-hmm. i didn't
1: i don't like the phone isn't worth it to me the yeah. technology isn't worth it all right so we do have to come up with something though because mm-hmm. me and you play each other next week in fantasy football so we have to do something for okay. the loser in the, of that matchup has to do something on this podcast okay um
0: do we now this might backfire do we want to put it to the fans or do we want to come up with something
1: We can put it to the fans
0: okay um how about? Uh, but we still get to choose. The the fans can just give us some ideas. Okay. <laughs> if you want to comment, um, an idea for the a punishment for, the the game, um, let's just let's just throw out a couple, and maybe people can go like that's a good one. That way, yeah. it's it's a little easier. But yeah, if you want to comment anywhere, DM us or just on the YouTube video, just comment. That would be perfect.
1: All right. I got one. Loser has to shotgun a beer on camera. Okay. Um, While the other one sits there and laughs at them.
0: Loser has to recite, like, memorize at least half of the Gettysburg Address and then recite <laughs> it on the podcast.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Twelve hundred and four <laughs> score years ago. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to pull it up on my computer. They never know. Okay.
0: W- what if we do, um, We do like, a, you have to take a shot of, the, and the other person gets to make the cocktail.
1: Okay. You have to chug it. So, like, you could do like ke- it has ha- to be something ke-
0: fast, like ketchup and oh no no no, no that's fucking disgusting or or, or you can no. like pickle juice or just something like make a gross shot that you have to do of that's disgusting.
1: Not- all right, I hate that, <laughs> but all right, that's um, one of them.
0: Uh, we'll come up with one more, and then you can get, you guys can decide if any of them are to your liking. Uh, we have to like uh, uh, k- kiss. <laughs> <laughs> you, we have to like. Uh,
1: Compliment each compliment each other. Yeah, that's a good one. Davis has to give. Okay, loser has to give because I'm not just gonna assume you're gonna lose. Someone has to give the other person five compliments.
0: (laughs) This feels like a. It feels like we're in therapy, and they're like, "Okay, we're at that point. Now that you vented, please let's go ahead and let's use I statements, not you statements, and say a couple
1: things that you like about Scott here. Also, this is. This might not work. This I might like have to be a two-week thing because it won't. We won't know until Monday night. Okay. Well, that will give us time to have those
0: yeah. suggestions come in, but for sure not this next podcast, but the following. The following, following one, because we're going to try not to record it as late as we have been. Just well, well, we'll see. But I don't. I don't want to make a habit of doing it Sunday night. <laughs> life's
1: a feature We're just playing it the same
0: exactly. <laughs> so that is something to look forward to. The next, uh, the culture segment. So go ahead and pull out your corn cob pipe and uh get out your bifocals. We're gonna we're gonna get you a little cultured here. We're gonna we're gonna <laughs> piss you off again. So nine eleven was this week. And today's nine twelve. And all respect to I wanna start this out. I wanna be very cautious about how I proceed with this. I think you should, yeah. I I what I'm a, what I'm going to say here is is no disrespect to the people who died the firefighters their heroes the police officers any of the victims anyone who is their family members were lost by it my beef is with people who are using this national tragedy as a as an opportunity to go get some internet points that to me is not really the point of this whole thing um so 9-11 if you didn't know was a terrorist attack on the world trade center um twenty years from yesterday. Yep. Right? Two thousand and one. It was really big. It changed the entire trajectory, I would say, of the nation. We started a war because of it. Um there was a lot of people who this moment was their patriotic awakening. They decided they wanted to go serve in the military because of this event. And and so what I I go, that's fine. That's good that you want to go defend your country, but couldn't we find anything positive to be our patriotic awakening how about some philanthropy how about how about we have the number one education system how about we have a great healthcare system we take care of the people in this country no no the the where i decided that i like america was when people flew planes into towers and and now i'm angry now i'm pissed it's like you couldn't we couldn't we have something positive to be the thing that we all celebrate couldn't we couldn't we do something like that? Am, am I crazy here to to say that it's, it's a little weird that a lot of people this is why they love America. This is their patriotism is
1: because we were. Attacked. No, you're definitely that's that's definitely not crazy. Definitely no. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it at that and let you keep going. Okay. I don't view as this point, as what you said right now. I don't think you're crazy. Okay, that might <laughs> change. Okay, and
0: I'm gonna ask you a question, uh-huh. and and we can get an honest answer. here. Do you think we could? stop pretending that people who go to planet fitness and climb 110 stairs or flights of stairs are doing anything for anyone but themselves (laughs) who is that for so here's where we're going to say you're you're getting a little (laughs) you're getting a little off the rails is that who is is that for the families the victims the the families of the victims that you dress up that you cosplay firefighters and go to the gym and get a workout in who is that
1: benefiting it's just honoring people it's just honoring the ones who died.
0: Yeah, if you do it and you don't you put you keep your fucking phone in your pocket and you do it, awesome. Then that's for you, that's for that's your way of coping, you're honoring them. But when you require someone to get the fucking the camera out and take a video of it, that no longer is for what the a, person. So could you could you not do this? If you have if you would like to, you know, maybe if you know someone who was affected by 9-11, give them a call. See how they're doing. Bring them dinner. Sure. Do volunteer work. Sure. Do something positive for someone else instead of trying to farm internet points
1: and cosplay firefighters. So let me ask you this. If you're on vacation and you have kids and mm-hmm. you're at this really cool spot and you take a photo of your kids there and you put it on the internet, mm-hmm. are you doing are, is, are you going to accuse me if i did that are you going to accuse me of doing that for internet points not for having to try and have a keepsake of a memory of something that i did with my children i i'm you could take the video but as soon as you put it out to the world
0: you share it with people that's the world we live in now though i'm and that's i'm that's totally fine if you want to do that but you people don't post things if like instagram was talking about removing likes People were fucking pissed, right? Because that's the reason they post. <laughs> yeah. d- don't tell me that it, like d- we, no one would give a shit about social media if you couldn't farm dopamine from it. No one would care. <laughs> if Visco, Visco, a flop because no one knows if they liked it or not. No one gets the feedback. Yeah. No one's posting their 9/11 memorial statements on Visco. I'm sure some people have, but because they get no they get no dopamine hits from the likes that come in.
1: I just I I don't necessarily judge them the way this, that you do. This just do That's nothing
0: do nothing activism of posting on your Instagram story is is really it's it fully captures this country and what we do. We're we love to talk about it but we we will never do anything actually about it. We'll say we support this, we'll say let's never forget, but we'll never ever you won't catch us Candid camera doing anything positive to benefit anybody (laughs) outside of just going on the line and and looking for affirmation from your friends and strangers. (laughs) I will not, I will, this is the hill I will die on. (laughs) Fair enough. Now, you might go, hey, Tavis, hey, you didn't, what did you do for the firefighters? Well, I didn't go climb the Stairmaster, so (laughs) I'm not trying to farm anything. This is my benefit. This is my service to those who are affected by 9 11. I'm trying to defend you. Here, although I'm like, a, I'm like a white savior complex. No one asked for me to do it, but I'm here. Okay, <laughs> is it going? Yeah. Okay. Continue. I have one final thing to say about 9-11, and I'll leave it at this. <laughs> uh, well, that's actually not true. The one last thing to say about the people who post on 9-11, um, it's a national tragedy, not a chance to show off your calves. So let's try to do something productive. I think that's a fair goal. Go ahead, still post about it. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just saying how you look. Okay, is that fair? It's fair. Do it. G- still do it. I, that's totally fine with me. Do it do it as you please. But I'm saying what it looks like to me. That's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, what it looks like to me is that you're doing it for yourself. So, you know, just consider that before you, um, you know, post a, a diatribe. Speaking of that, there are some interesting 9-11 posts that I see every year kind of re-come up that, there are a little interesting as well an interesting take um as it were um we'll start with one that i see on that i found on instagram um this one is talking about so there's tons of stories with 9-11 everyone who was in new york probably has someone that they knew that was affected by it or some kind of story about it and you have a lot of stories um like the ones i'm going to read right now so the head of a company survived 9-11 because his son started kindergarten another man was alive because it was his turn to bring donuts one woman was late because her alarm clock didn't go off. Another was late because they were stuck in the New Jersey turnpike. They go on to say, one missed the bus, one their, their car wouldn't start, they couldn't get a taxi. And now when this is you know, further down, uh, now when I'm stuck in traffic, miss an elevator, turn back to answer the, a ringing telephone, all the little things that annoy me. I think to myself, this is exactly where I'm meant to be at this very moment. Does that not seem insane to you, that you're just so glad? I'm just ecstatic that I didn't die. (laughs) Are you flexing on the victims of 9-11 when you're doing this? (laughs) I think you are, right? (laughs) You're like, man, if I I hadn't toasted that extra bagel, if I hadn't brewed that extra cup of coffee, I'd be dead just like these guys. So
1: I'm so glad to be alive. Yeah, I I would have been dead if if I was in the World Trade Center nine eleven. I hate being late, so <laughs> you'd have been right there. <laughs> I would have been there. Yeah, people. It's I mean, but so many people have this
0: story. I'm like, why are you sharing this? Are you you are flexing on the dead? Do you not understand this? You go like, yeah, I'm just a lucky guy, I guess. Just a lucky old me didn't die in the in the terrorist
1: attack. I think I think a lot of it is like, especially for people that live in new york city that might not have necessarily been there during Mm -hmm. 2001 or like anything like that like i do think there's kind of like this rallying cry in that city like that Mm -hmm. city is that city has has a personality it's not just like it's 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 cliche to call a city alive (laughs) but like yeah there there are like there's a lot of personality in new york city and, and those people who live there care deeply for it and so like even if you you lived there for like ten years, right? That would be that would have been 2011 to, 10, to mm-hmm. 2021. You might not have been there for 9/11, but like you know how much that means to that city and to the people that lived there. Even if yeah. you weren't necessarily in the direct contact with what ex- with what exactly happened. So um, I don't know where I was really going with that. Well,
0: no, I get it. It affects everyone. Like everyone is everyone's had to be patted down at an airport because yeah. of this. Uh, there's there's the NSA was launched because of this, like counterintelligence like yeah. A bunch of things we've we've changed, like like I said, it changed the trajectory of trajectory, Jesus. Of trajectory. <laughs> tra- 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 <laughs> but this to me, like your the the way that you see the world is that you're lucky and you're destined to be somewhere and and because you don't have tragedy happen to you. That makes you special in some way. Like, no, it's just probability. Yeah. You're just, but like to be glad about this, like, I get you want to appreciate the that you're alive things. still. Yeah. You're, and you, oh, I come with someone tra- coming off in traffic. Well, I guess I, I, I could have been strangled by, like, you know, someone with a tire iron today. Like, to me, that's just not the way to proceed through life. It's <laughs> not the way to think about the world. It's just, you just have dodged death. And so I'm, you have like this, this complex of, I, I'm alive. I am meant to be here, and everyone else who died, it was they were supposed to die, because <laughs> that's what they're saying, right? They're saying like, I I was meant to be here. So were the people? The other people were meant to to not be able to get down. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> I suppose. Then this is my favorite 9/11 style post, and it comes on today, 9/12. Uh, I miss 9/12. I would never not want another 9/11. But I miss the America of 912. Stores ran out of flags to sell because they were being flown everywhere. People were Americans before they were upper or lower class, Jewish or Christian, Republic or Democrat. We hugged people without caring if they ate at Chick fil A or wore Nikes. Just say it. You're a shitty person. And you enjoyed the, the national tragedy, distracted people from that for a few months, <laughs> like <laughs> because you you're intolerant of people who are different than you, and you have these deeply held views that are oppressive to other people. And because you know this accident happened, and no one really, you know, everyone was like, "Hey, man, that was terrible. Let's all bond together." You're like, hey, maybe maybe these bigoted views are not so bad, you know, when <laughs> after the
1: the towers fall down. <laughs> Yeah, I I just <laughs> I just think like I, that one does get me too. Of like, we were so united after that day. Like, yeah, like of of course, but we also then started a twenty year war <laughs> yeah. after that day. And like, there's people. Well, maybe there's like, some advice. And like, how
0: fickle was that unity that really happened? It's it's trauma bonding. Yeah. It's not real bonding. No. no one was really friends. The people no. bought flags because they were in shock. Right. This is not a healthy way to come together. Right. Like, are you saying, oh, I, God, I, God, I just hope a plane crashes into a building so me and my wife can stop fighting this week? God, I, I, I'm having a really hard time with my best friend right now. I hope that someone hijacks a bank in our area and, and holds them hostage. Just, I want some trauma. I want a forest fire to take out half the town so that way I can ride around with my you know,
1: Trump flag and people won't hate me for it. People will be glad that I come with water. I think a good way to put it is... We will always remember what happened that day. We will always remember um the and and I hope we will always remember the lives that were lost and never lose touch of that. but we shouldn't be remembering nine twelve because of the unity that happened because look where the fuck we are now yeah it wasn't a good direction no, to go in at all, not at all and it was wake up call, and I just i mean yeah I, I hope we never i hope because like 9-11 was awful like i was young but it was like i remember my parents like reactions and, and like what was going on and and it was just like something's very clearly wrong I, d- I was i was too young to really know exactly what it meant at the time but like i knew something was wrong and so
0: i hope and you we never lose that, you- that. had a play date that
1: day, so you weren't in the towers, right? (laughs) No, but I hope we never lose that aspect of it. Like, I hope we always remember that, like, you know what I mean? It's like one of those things like the Pearl Harbor bombing. Like, no one's really, no one really says anymore, like, oh, we came together on whatever, it was February 12th, I believe the bombing was. So, we really came together on February 13th. Yeah. Like, they just don't come, say stuff like that. Come the, the, but this is what
0: I'm saying. The opportunity to, to come together is is when you remember this, not to go, I'm glad that we people weren't judging me for my beliefs, yeah. but to go, oh, I'm glad that this day brings to the, like, I remember how I felt. Yeah. How I felt vulnerable. We all felt, you know, vulnerable. We felt like we had been all, you know, it attacked the entire just fabric of our nation what we you know you feel safe and home yeah and then someone comes in your home and, and and does something
1: and maybe if you're posting this i miss 912 maybe take a good hard look at what you how you live your daily life and and really think about if you're preaching if, if you're practicing what you're preaching there <laughs> yeah but it's an, it's an
0: opportunity like i'm saying to go and if you know someone or just if you have like the best way to celebrate the holiday is to go and do something for someone else that the then or like hold a community event have, have a barbecue you know, do something for the community instead of just yep. posting and going. Gee, wasn't this sad? Gee, look at me. I'm I'm hiking. I'm doing a little hike today up
1: the stairs. Is it a national holiday? I don't think that it is. I don't know. It might be. It might not be. Because like no one gets off work for it. It's we not, get off yeah, work Patriot, for Patriot. Li- <laughs> Patriot Day is not a federal holiday. Okay. Yeah, and just to kind of
0: rehash on what I initially had came into this with, it's not. It's not a. I'm not making light of the people who died. I'm not no. making light of the just the event in in general it was terrible but our reaction to it was a bit insane a bit a little bit crazy and people are still using it as some kind of political vehicle to this day and to me that's that's just cool like good on you for you know you seized a moment i'm glad you did that um now this feels already pretty political but we're actually now going into the (laughs) politics segment (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I did want to follow up on our talk about abortion um, we I, I did not really like my my argument didn't really make sense not, I listened back I think I I mixed it up what I was trying to say was that conservatives should challenge liberal people to eat the eggs the zygotes mm-hmm. which I I learned it's called the zygote um, whereas in the, I had I'd, I'd said I'd like fucked it up I said like conservatives <laughs> should eat it which is not the point but I think you got it because you, you, you I kinda, said I would eat it you so. did you did you, and that's, I stand by that. That's why you're a ride or die. Even when I fuck it up, you're like, we'll, we'll go with the bit. <laughs> <laughs> I um, said
1: I would eat it and I stand by that. Yeah.
0: But we're not going reha- to go over the abortion thing again. I think we've said our piece. But what I did want to talk about was a, a TikTok video I saw about a young person who said that they had self-diagnosed with selective mutism. Are you familiar with what selective mutism is? um sort of but remind me so selective mutism is a anxiety disorder where a person is unable to speak in certain social situations and so this person was like if you ever try to talk to me at school just understand i'm a selective mute and when i saw that initially i go god i wish i wish my like i wish I'm sure some guys are like, I wish my wife had this <laughs> sometimes. So you we know, get, uh, get a little nervous and then shut up and not you know t- let me enjoy the game. Like any time I have football on, I just wish my significant other had this this ailment. Right? I mean, <laughs> and um, so this though just to me seemed like being shy. It wasn't necessarily an actual like I got there is a, a, a society for it and things like that. And I mean there's a society for everything there's <laughs> so i'm not really i don't think it's that credible i believe it's just people being shy and they want to have they want to have their they want to join in on the on the fun of having a, um, a you know being a protected class being i don't like why do people like want to be part of like a disabled or like you know what i'm saying like people want to be a part of that group
1: D- there used to be that part like I think, not i just think people are exp- like expanding it to help more people i don't think it's people that necessarily are like i'm choosing to go into here i'm not saying the people who actually have it are doing this but i'm saying young people
0: who are in search of a group will try to self-diagnose with oh i have i have severe anxiety but they never get it diagnosed and then all of a sudden if they announce that or they say like i'm bi i'm this i'm that then all of a sudden they have a ton of comments a ton of new online friends of people who are like i'm bi too like that was all the comments and i get you're you're like 12 or whatever you want to have friends you're trying to make friends but it just it's an interesting way to make friends right you're like hey i'm nearsighted who else here is nearsighted and that's that's like how you you try to drum up a friendship i don't know but some of the some of the tell me tell me do you've have you experienced i'm gonna try to diagnose you right now um do you ever get nervous yes do your palms ever get sweaty yes have you ever thrown up your mom's spaghetti (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes i was just about to say that
0: (laughs) but the the actual ones are if you're nervous uneasy or socially awkward guilty of all those rude never socially disinterested or sulky i've never sulky i saw you you were sulky after that game i wasn't sulky shy withdrawn Yeah, sometimes yeah sometimes stubborn or aggressive having temper tantrums when they get home from school or for me work yeah I get angry I, I get
1: about to say sounds like <laughs> I get
0: angry when I'm questioned by parents. My my parents. Yeah. They're like, hey, you're 20 some. Do something real with your life. I'm like, no. I don't want to. And I go to my room and I sulk. So I'm wondering if if these are how they're diagnosing this with people, how is it not just like you see what I'm saying? It seems like they're just shy. And <laughs> it's just like I was like that. Like I remember I feel like I have this anytime I try to order food at like through in a drive thru. I'd rather have someone else like it's just not fun to have to like <laughs> i remember as a kid i wouldn't want to order my own food so like did i did, did you have this it's something you just grow out of right i mean mm-hmm. am i wrong <laughs> am i being insensitive here can you can you check me
1: it just the only thing that i would check you with would be like it they do have like suggested links for the autism spectrum disorder to be comm- like well, played into this selective mutism you you might be wondering
0: if I am making fun of autism, autistic people, and I'm not, and here's how I know because I looked it up. This is from their selective mutism foundation dot org They said selective mutism is a social anxiety disorder most commonly found in children and often mistaken and misdiagnosed as autism, so they're not <laughs> autistic, they're just a little weird, <laughs> so it's it's not I'm not making fun of autistic people. it's people who
1: are not on the spectrum who are shy mm-hmm. and they have their own thing, yeah. This is, yeah, I mean, th- I'm staring at this fucking medical journal that I'm not going to fucking read about studies that are trying to do the links between ASD and, and SM, which they call selective mutism. And so I'm just not going to read all of this to fact check you. But if you want to go ahead, I might include the link. I might not. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking okay, maybe maybe I need article. to be maybe instead
0: of trying to gatekeep this disorder i should try to find more people who have it maybe help people yeah. guide them to a resource right maybe that's what linked. you
1: preach about the whole nine eleven thing
0: all right let's do it now so i'm trying to think of people i know who might have this i think potentially i know a couple of guys who get really quiet whenever girls show up at the party do you think that might be part of it maybe um anytime i have to speak in class i have to present I feel nervous. I don't. I get. You know, I climb up a little bit. Do you think? So, are you just going to say that it's you? I might. Maybe I do have it.
1: Maybe. Maybe you, I want to find. Are some you op- going to try and benefit yourself from this by posting it on the internet for yourself for internet likes, yeah. like the people who walk not, on the stairs of nine eleven? eleven?
0: Not. Maybe it's not a bad idea. <laughs> maybe it's not a bad you idea. You are hey. such a fucking <laughs> hypocrite. <laughs> maybe it's not the worst idea in the world. You are such a hypocrite. That's the f- I'm a hypocrite. You're a hypocrite. Throw up the signs. You're a hippogriff
1: for Harry Potter.
0: <laughs> but I do have a couple of fun facts about this. One, I can't in, wait to hear. One it. in five people haven't even heard of this disorder, slipped of mutism,
1: until I looked at what we were going to be talking about.
0: Probably because they have trouble getting the word out. Good one.
1: Real good dad joke. <laughs> Topical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Another fun fact: nearly ninety percent Five percent of parents wish their kid had selective mutism, especially on long car rides. Good one.
1: How many more of these you got?
0: That is all. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. So, but here's the thing: as I just said, I have this, so I can make jokes about it. Just like if you're black, you can say (laughs) the N word, and if you're gay, you can you can do what you know you can say the the F slur. I. But I do have it. I just proved it. <laughs> you don't I have do. This. I just like, I know. Look, look. Are I you, told go? you all right? So I'm clingy. Here, I'm shy and withdrawn. I'm stubborn or aggressive.
1: Shh, shh. Here's the punishment. What <laughs> for if I beat you a face okay. football? You have to go get diagnosed for selective mutism. Okay, that's the punishment.
0: I don't know how I would do that. We don't have Scott. I don't think you know this. We, we have two weeks to figure it out. We don't have healthcare in this
1: country. I don't know where I I'm supposed to go, but you have two weeks to figure it out. Okay. And I do too, because I'll, and if, I'm and not, if, I, but and I'm if not you, being.
0: if you lose, you have to go to planet fitness, you have to go somewhere and you have to hike. I you will have to post it on social media. How many floors? Uh, it's 110 floors.
1: I think it's 112.
0: Oh, okay. Whatever it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <Deal>. <laughs> the box, but. Deal. So, but if you still want to comment any other ones, but I think that's <laughs> probably going to be what it is. Um,
1: <laughs> we have to have video evidence of Tavis <laughs> going into wherever he chooses to go and being like, can I please get diagnosed with this <laughs> thing? We, that might run into some complications if you actually have to like pay to try and get with If I actually at.
0: have it and then I can't do the podcast because <laughs> I just feel too nervous to talk. Just could open if up a whole different... never d- but stopped anyone. Here's the thing is I'll have a bunch of online friends I can lean on. So me and the 12-year-olds will really be popping. We'll get some more subscribers. <clears throat> Yeah, they probably won't give us a lot of feedback, though.
1: You're the worst. <laughs> uh, we'll,
0: we'll, we'll have, like, a phone number you can call in on, and it will just be silent. All right. <laughs> You've said your piece. I, I could do this all day. Bro, it's the easiest group to bully. What are they going to say? <laughs> <laughs> you were the bully.
1: It's cool for sure.
0: God damn Okay. It. Um. I want to wrap this episode up with something I, it's the the entertainment segment. It's something I found extremely entertaining. (laughs) Do you know who Gary Vee is? Nope. Gary Vanderchuk is an online marketer. He, uh, let's see, I should have pulled up. Okay. He was born in the Soviet union and migrated to the U S back in the seventies. At a young age, he started hustling with a lemonade stand and trading baseball cards. 30 years later, he hasn't stopped. He joined his family's wine business in New Jersey after graduating from Mount Ida College in Massachusetts. And now he has done a lot of e-commerce, YouTube, email marketing, um, and was able to grow the family business from $3 million to $60 million in the year 2005. And in 2009, he founded a digital marketing agency with his brother and went full-time with the agency in 2011. He is really popular online. He has a bunch of quotes of little sayings he likes to say he's just a quote factory he's really cr- charismatic and he's have you seen the video of him going um like how do you stay focused or whatever and then he replies "Of like i meant like imagine your parents or your family your whole family has died <laughs> have you seen that clip i don't
1: think so <clears throat> it seems pretty brutal
0: okay um maybe i should find that. i don't know if that would be worth but we can we could circle back if if, if we end up wanting to do that so he had this on TikTok. He was talking about how he wants to like. He, w- I don't know, I'm gonna misquote this, but he was trying to say someone was like, "Hey, like, how do you stay driven or or like, why do you, you know, you've already made this much money? Like, well, at what point do you stop?" And he goes like, "I can't, I can't stop, man. Yeah, I, you know, back when I was a kid, I, I couldn't afford a, a Jets jersey. Now I'm trying to own the Jets. Like, I I'm just like not normal. I know some of you guys want to make two hundred thousand dollars and have a work life balance, and I was like, whoa, well, pump the brakes there." 200 K that's, you're like, Oh, these are like the poor people. Like what job pays 200 K that has a work life balance. (laughs) Tell me, please point me in that direction. I would love to do that. (laughs) And he's the way I see he's mostly grown. It's just through taking advantage of social media. Like he's really big on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And I want to kind of go through some of his quotes and we can just, maybe just take your, give your honest take on, on what you think of these. So, if you live for the weekends and vacation, your shit is broken.
1: <laughs> I think that's a healthy
0: way to live your life. Yeah. What the way I live mine? What like Gary? What were we? What are we supposed to do? <laughs> are we supposed to quit our jobs?
1: We live for the weeks. I live for we the. We live wor- for the fucking I li- grind. I yes. live for my job. <laughs> we live for the grind, dude. I hate vacations. My shit's not broken, I, Gary. I honestly am pissed when I have to take my family on a nice little trip to. Show them how much I care about them. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Let me go to work.
0: <laughs> Gary's idea is just go on vacation, just bitch and moan about everything. <laughs> God, the service this hotel sucks.
1: <laughs> it's, it's go there too. We, we had to carry our bags all the way up these
0: fucking floors. God, I just want to go back to work. <laughs> I fucking hate my family. I just want to go back to the office. I love my cubicle. You do. My shit's not broken, Gary. <laughs> I would. Like what? What are we supposed? What? And also, what kind of advice is this? I I genuinely I this is me not joking around. I wish I could listen to him and get motivated. Yeah. I wish my mind worked like that. I wish I didn't have to look at people hiking upstairs for nine eleven and go. I don't like that. I wish I could just go. That's so cool. Go America. I wish I was built like that. I would love that. I would. That would be just a simple life. You know, some people are blessed with a gift of intellect, with a beautiful mind. It's a a burden, just like selective mutism, that I carry through through my my difficult life. You do not carry that. Here's another quote. Look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, what do I want to do every day for the rest of my life? Do that. I don't know if playing Breath of the Wild is going to (laughs) pay and eating gross amounts of pizza rolls is going to (laughs) pay the bills, Gary. If I really do what I want, (laughs) really... (laughs) If I do what I want, I don't get out of bed, Gary. <laughs> if I do what I want, if everyone did that, society would shut down so and look like a, I am legend collapse. out
1: there. Yeah, It would be a collapse. <laughs> if it, like, it would be quarantined
0: all over again.
1: It does also but no no virus.
0: To me a little damaging to tell everybody you have to go leave your you have to go find your dream job. <laughs> you have to do if you're you have to love your job. Yeah. That's not realistic. Most people are gonna have a strong dislike for their job, but do it because they need a job. Yeah. <clears throat> like who? Then who is supposed to pick up the garbage? Who is supposed to work like the twelve-hour shifts as a nurse? Who is supposed to climb up those? You know, who's supposed to be the firefighter? A lot of jobs, I'm sure, aren't very fun. This people would choose if they were ch- if they were given the choice. Like how many retired people do you see go and get a job? None, <laughs> because they don't have to work. <laughs> You're not wrong. Can you like? Can you see what I'm saying there? Where these are just the most milk toast quotes, just the generic. Do something well, you like. No, live see, a pat. Have a passion.
1: I think it's like the most milk toast ones, but flipped, like reversed, because they like most milk toast ones are like live your life for the little things, right? Of like yeah. going and taking your family on vacation, or like missing the bus. You, that's why you go. That's yeah. why you go to work is to t- just be able to take trips or or for your weekends, like. Yeah. But he's kind of like. Flipping that around and saying, like, if you live for that, your life's broken. <laughs> and so, like, he's just kind yeah. of turning everything on its axis. It'd be like, no one's pro-work. Yeah. No one is.
0: Yeah, no one, lo- no one no, loves their
1: job. No normal people are pro-work. People pro work. love their
0: job, hate their job at times. Another quote from Gary Vee is, skills are cheap, passion is priceless. So, what do you put on your resume? My passion. I, my passion to I watch a, sports. Yeah. <laughs> my passion. I love beer. My passion My to in, My
1: experiences
0: are grilling, <laughs> eating the grill. Shotgunning s- beer. Sitting on the couch, <laughs> watching the guy throw the ball.
1: And this yelling at him. This is my passion. Yelling at him when he doesn't do it right.
0: Yeah, so uh, what do you... What kind of like... Do you have any experiences in this industry? No, man. I, I really don't. Um, I didn't go to college. I don't have any marketable skills. But like I really love... I love college football. and like, Let's all right, man,
1: this is um pleasure interviewing you and see yourself out. <laughs> Let's just say if watching college football would be a job, I'd be the best. I'd be the best. Ever. Oh, yeah. yeah. You'd be. You'd I'd be, be the best CEO. Ever.
0: You'd, be, you'd be shaking up the industry. Which which Desi- I need. Finding new which, ways to, to sit on the couch.
1: Which I've acknowledged and I need to change. So okay. from here on out, we are striving for change. Okay. Good. Well, now you can. But now you know skills are cheap, right? Yes. it's easy to. Learn I am, It is. It's. It's not hard. It's not hard to be as good as I am at sitting on the couch.
0: No, it's. what's well, it's. super easy to code. It's super <laughs> easy to like, do accounting work. It's super easy to do surgery. Skills are cheap. Sitting but on it's the couch the passion. is hard. The passion is priceless, right? No. You, no one can incentivize you, like no one can pay you to get you to show up. Like that's just not unheard of. You need to have passion. You need to work for free.
1: At a job you have no skill for. You don't pay me to show up, and here I am. But you have passion, which is priceless. <laughs> I'm not but sure I have You passion. have no skills, which is what we're trying to work on here. <laughs>
0: um, another quote, there no longer has to be a difference between who you are and what you do. Um, I don't think I want my identity to be a sous chef or to be a <laughs> lawyer. I'm not... Why like I don't have to be my job. Your personality doesn't have to be your job. You I'm, can be a person outside of your job. I'm good with that.
1: I'm good with being a bartender. That's all I strive to be. There's no difference between you and the bar. Nope. I'm the one bar. of the with the me bar. Me and the alcohol me and the bottle are one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've joined in holy matrimony. You can market your ass off, but if your product sucks, you're dead. So here's the thing, is I could just say these I could say these, and like basically what he's what he's saying there is, you need a good product and you need to market. Yeah, both things you you don't need someone to tell you to do, (laughs) right? Like this is the thing. A lot of these things are just common sense. Mm -hmm. He just says common sense, and so people who this is why I I don't think a lot of people have who listen to him have common sense (laughs) because they need him to tell them to breathe here. Hey, get up and and do you know live a life. He needs (laughs) them to tell them. Tell me to live. Tell me to do something. But I wanted to point out how easy it is to to come up with these. So I've actually done it. I've come up with a couple of myself here, and I want you to gauge these. So, okay, ready for – ready? I'm ready. Marry rich. Never work a day in your life. <laughs> I think – I should send a couple of these to Gary. I think he might like them. Marry for love, die poor. Marry for wealth, you live in great health. <laughs> I can see these above a – like on a on a someone's entryway wall. Love. Live laugh love. These are these in that font, put them up. <laughs> a hustle that never sleeps will make dreams never die. <laughs> and then just like a, like a sheep like working out but like jumping over a fence but like training. I don't know. I we we say, could get you something. Have, you have a great talent for this. I do. It's it's incredibly easy. <laughs> and he's he's a millionaire because of it. So I, I it's. It, can it work for me too? Can, oh man! Now I have a, I have a few other. Uh, suck and swallow, cash will follow. <laughs> Money is never free, but it's easy to make. Get on your knees.
1: That you you, you reached for that one. Okay, that's okay. the first one. But, hey, they can't all be hits. <laughs> hey,
0: but I'm not, I'm not Gary Vee here. Okay. If you suck on toes, you will have many hoes.
1: Why? <laughs> it's good. <laughs> I don't think that it is.
0: <laughs> hey, you go live your best life. Don't let anybody tell you. Don't let any guy hit with a podcast to discourage you from posting about 9-11 and walking upstairs. Live your best life. That's, I'm. you know what? F- fuck being real about things. I'm just going to do Gary Vee bullshit from now on. I think we're done. I think we've we've <laughs> figured it out. <laughs> See you, or or maybe not. (laughs) Goodbye.